Oh, are we starting? I We're doing this a was test. The test. This is our test. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're back, though. We're back yes. in studio. We are in studio, being your living room. In my living room, with and my wife sitting over on the couch. Hello, Rebecca. She, is, <laughs> she waved back. Uh, it's our in-studio audience, <laughs> recorded live. <laughs> live, in front of one. <laughs> How's it going, Evan? It's going good. As we said in the opener, we are back in the studio. We're back. I uh, don't have COVID. Uh, you had COVID. Yes. You don't have it anymore. Cur- yes, correct. And it, Evan was dropped passed. off today. Yeah, he that's didn't so drive. I can... Oh, he can open that singular beer he brought that will get him smashed. <laughs> uh, even though we've been recording from home, I was, I was too sick. <laughs> you were, yeah, you sounded really bad. Uh, so I, did, I listened back and I was like, how bad do I sound? I was like, yeah. It was, pretty, like it was noticeable. Sick. It was yeah. noticeable. I um, wasn't faking it. It wasn't. I'm not a crisis actor. You Well, it's yet to be proven. <laughs> According to some. You, uh, you faded because I listened to the episode and by midway through you could tell yeah, like, your voice was getting hoarse and yeah. you were sort of stumbling and you, a couple times you just sort of drifted from the mic away <laughs> like this for a while and then you came back. Um, it's hard, okay? Yeah, it's hard to hear from You don't him. know what it's like. <laughs> I've never lived that life. Uh, so, yeah, so we are back for episode, I believe, 84. That's what uh, our count seems to be. Seems to be the count 84. And this is the new Capenna Review. Ready? Yeah. Okay. The set was kind of meh. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm yeah. at. We're not going to talk very long about this. That we... was our episode, guys. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we have a different topic because we just decided we didn't care enough about New Capenna to actually dedicate an episode to it. Well, our schedule got messed up. We were supposed to do a uh, yeah. thing last weekend. It was my birthday. We're, we were trying to coordinate with someone else. Uh, yeah, it did fell apart. We were trying to coordinate with another, another, uh, another uh, set of content creators. That didn't come through in time, so we just decided to go through with this. We will probably be coming at them, at you guys with something, uh, you people, with something uh, with them at some point soon. Yeah. Uh, and then there's another group that we've been, that I've been associating with because you were sick. Yes. Uh, where we were featured on a stream. I, I helped. Yeah, you were helped, uh, commentating, commentating for magic on a you didn't understand. Magic Arena standard. That was really yeah. cool. I had no clue. Uh, <laughs> but the guy know. they put me with luckily knew, and we just sort of bantered. She um, just put the two of us on it. And that that like, was their goal. Like that was originally what they were going to yeah. do is have us two on there. And I, I, I was, I didn't say it, but I, mean, I my thought in my head was like, do, do well, they know that we don't know any yeah, this, of this, this stuff? Is, this is going to be confusion mostly. <laughs> just confused over why would you play this garbage card? Yeah, I did the new Capenna draft, and I came in and I talked to a guy and said, I didn't even look at the archetypes. I don't know half the cards in the set. Everything I build is going to be pure jank. I came second. Well, that pretty so, much sums up this set to me. And I ver- I struggled to find cards that were less than four CMC. Yeah. And everyone was getting color screwed because <laughs> I won one game without one of my colors because I never <laughs> found it. Um, this set, just to briefly touch, I do not want to spend too much time on this, but the set uh, suffered from two things, I think. The fact that I don't think you can build, because I think Alara fell into the same thing, where you can't really build around three colors as your main push for an entire set. No, there's a reason they don't do it much. They did it with Akoria. <laughs> yeah, they did, but they had a I lot feel of like the that split was more colors, and successful. They, and they also had a lot of dual color stuff in there too, though, like yeah. all the companions and all the all the stuff like that. The companions were from Akoria, I think. Yes. They? Yeah. So there was still a focus on dual color as well, but True. like Al- Alara wasn't the most popular set, and the cards that came from it still aren't the most popular yeah, cards. That's for sure. <laughs> you barely um, see them. Some of the commanders, and there are playable cards, of course. Someone's going to obviously jump in and be like, yeah. Blah, 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 but yeah, like of 10 of cards. 200. Yeah, I mean, good. Homelands, We're clearly wrong. <laughs> Homelands had two or three playable exactly. cards. So, Baron Sengir. Of course. That was who I was going to turn for. Kelp. Uh, Gram- Grandma Sengir. Is Didgeridoo from Homelands? No, I think it's... Uh, is it? No, it's no. from Fallen Empires. Oh, darn. I think that's where all the Minotaurs were. Okay. Um, but still, a three-color set is a super difficult set to, to build. And I think it's difficult because if you're not building it specifically for Commander, because if you build it specifically for Commander, you can do whatever you want. It's awesome. But if you build right. it to try to incorporate a limited format, you really lessen the power of it yeah. or overpower the cards yeah. too much, right? And that's I felt like these were there's a lot of mono and there's a lot of three color. There wasn't a whole lot of two. Well, the push My, on treasure 
to well, fix that problem. Yeah, well, treasure they need to dial back anyway. But they do, but they needed to really. I think they thought they needed to focus on it because it was three color. Yeah. Right. So that's oh, let's let's yeah. let's build treasure into this, but then it turns out to be too powerful for for yeah. for, for my, eternal form. My problem with three color sets is just like if I'm not playing, if I don't have a deck or a huge interest in the three color, like it's just there's no cards for me to play. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you open a pack and you're like, well, I don't have a Grixis deck, so all these cards are useless. Are, are just yeah. Um, and maybe the push is that we're supposed <laughs> to have bought the Commander product, but I also did not care about the Commander product. Uh, the Commander product. The only reason to buy Commander products, uh, and this is gonna sound sad, uh, but really. You're looking for that money card these days. But they haven't printed one. No, and that's what I mean. Strixhaven was the last actual, and this is, I guess I can rant for a second because nobody seems to get this. <clears throat> the Kamigawa Commander Packs are not the same as the new Capenna ones. And they're not, uh, which, yeah. so Strixhaven and new Capenna are commander of that year. They were the big product that Edgar and Ur-Dragon and the Planeswalkers that, came out it, in. I thought the but they shifted, GW and now they're in 40k ones are supposed to be there. Well, they keep changing that yeah. as spoilers come out today. Um, so this is supposed to be it. And the difference really is that the Kamigawa ones have about, I don't know, 12 new cards, maybe less. Yeah. And the Commander ones are supposed to have like 20 to 25 or something. Yes. So there's less reprints and more new cards. And in the past, they keep printing like new cards that are super good. Yeah. But they really haven't. But everyone then keeps being like, oh, see, the Kamigawa ones are whatever. And it's like, they're not supposed to be the same. The problem is it's indistinguishable because they're all just set-themed and they're all the same price. Mm. But what seems to have happened is we get better decks along the year because the, you know, the Crimson Vow ones were pretty good and you get the zombies and whatnot. Yep. But the quality of Commander has just gone down. Like, I'm not excited for the Commander product yeah. every year yeah, because it's just, like, the same as everything else. They did <laughs> go, like, we've talked about it before, like, 2016, 2017 were, like, overboard moments for Commander. Like, yeah, sort of like, attracts of the like, four colors. Like record setting. And then the next year, I believe, was that. Edgar. Yeah, Eminence. So it's like those two planeswalkers, multicolored planeswalkers. And that kind of flopped, People were just like, meh, except for Lord, a couple cards. Lord Wing Grace was good, yeah. You know, you get, you. well, I think that's where... Is that well, where um, what it's Savine's reclamation and uh, oh no, no that, was, that was the year after. They're they're from the free spells, one. which is even worse. The cycling the mechanic was, and yeah, stuff. Cycling but like mechanic. the decks or whatever, Terrible. everyone just Terrible. wants that one chase card. Yeah, you get the dockside extortionist. But, yeah, but like the first, the 2016, not the first, obviously, but 2016, 2017 kind of set like a bar that they've never really raised again, and I think for good reason. But it still maintains it. Like, there's a reason why Edgar is still the top Marty deck, yeah. and Atraxa is still one of the top decks made. But if you look at Strixhaven, there's, like, no value in any of those decks, and it's been a year. No, no. You buy them specifically <laughs> for the legends in them yeah. to build the rest. Like, the elf deck sold out, I remember, but everyone just wanted Lathril or whatever the name was. No, that was the Ke that was Keldheim. Oh, that it was wasn't Keldheim. even. See, it's oh, impossible. Oh, the dragons. No, they weren't the one, though. There was, they were the um, commander sets? That, no, they? no, no, no. What? There was Winterbloom was like some weird uh, elf that no one played. Um, there was what the, the hell were the strict <laughs> commanders? There then? was the Orzov one that was like combat focused and really confusing. Uh, there I was the conductor, but everyone just played Varen. There was the the token doubler. Nobody plays these decks. Oh yeah, Adrix and Nev. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're utterly yeah. lost to like time. I feel like I do see Adrix and Nev. What is this one? Brina. That, we had yeah. one guy build Brina once. Uh, Willow Dusk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Oscar the, was good. There was a couple Dina, ones in all. Dina come in this or Dina. That's the one everyone that? plays yeah. instead. Yeah. Oh, Oscar was Oscar the only good one. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. but like that's what New Capenna is. Except, I feel just as excited as I did for Strixhaven. Yeah, no, no, there's no, nothing. I don't know if I bought a card from New but yeah, Commander. But they've. They're, but another thing is that they're they're focused, which is good for Kamigawa. I got the vehicle one. It yeah, works yeah, pretty yeah. well in the too. box. It was good. But there just isn't a whole lot for anyone else. So like I didn't care. So I just I didn't buy it. But all I was saying was that like they set that bar for 2016, 2017 yeah, sets, they and they dropped it. They purposely wanted to drop it, but because that that was already there and it's an yeah. eternal format. What I'm saying is, like, Commander used to be the big thing with all the Commander stuff, and now they've sort of sprinkled it throughout the year. So but they did isn't that on really, purpose, like, a big time for saying, Commander. Is that they, they stopped yeah. producing, like, the one giant, cool, awesome deck. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
when Atraxa came out, there were like ten cards in there worth like thirty dollars or more when it first dropped. Oh yeah, if you the try to buy that deck down. now, it would be yeah. Well, <laughs> and the same you you find yourself a brand new Edgar Markov like still in the, like yeah. my friend in New Brunswick has a has an Edgar Markov still sealed from twenty seventeen. Yeah. They're like two hundred and fifty bucks. I saw the is it Strixhaven one for like thirty five bucks, and I was yeah. like, I don't think it's worth. No, it. it's not. <laughs> like you know, I mean, it's not. I wouldn't even bother. Uh, so. We have we're stuck in this groove right now where, <clears throat> like you said, the commander products have sort of dropped off to the point now where commander players don't even buy them. Yeah, well, they're just forget. There's forgettable. Is the vehicles one was the last good one, and it had value in it surprisingly. Yeah, because there's like a couple cards that are well. The Kappa Cannoneer turned into yeah. a play in modern, and, and the one that makes things a vehicle is still like twelve bucks. Yeah, the Swift rec- restruct- um, Restruct Reconstruction. Yeah, which was kind of surprising because I feel like I can barely think of cards in other ones that have done it. Um, but yeah, so like new Capenna, I just didn't care. Part of it is that building a mana base is just expensive. Yes. So if I don't yeah. already have the mana base for those three colors, I just don't. Well, I need something really to I inspire me, and none of these inspire me to go spend a hundred bucks on a no, mana base. No, I appreciate the fact that they put the triumphs in there, but the only yes. other mana fixers they put in were those weird tap lands that cost four to draw a card. Yeah, they're terrible. I'd rather have the. They're I fine and limited. Literally, rather have the Strixhaven Scry <laughs> land. Yeah. That you sure. can use over and over again <laughs> yeah, at least. Yeah. And I certainly would run like a temple if I have to use a tap land over these. Like they're mm. not, they're not good. Four sack of land draw card. The is Kaldheim, a pretty bad return. Yeah, and <laughs> Kaldheim gave us at least duels. You know, like tap duels, but like at least we got oh, yeah, yeah. duels. Yeah. So the set, New Capenna required you again, and we spoke about this before before it even dropped. Like it wasn't going to be an intro level set. No. Like it wasn't a set you can get your teeth into magic. It was not a super fun. I played against, there was nine of us, I think, at the pre-release, and two of us built almost the same deck. Yeah, yeah. Like, and two other people had similar to Jund beat yeah. each other deck. Someone was telling me that they had built, um, like, an off-color one. Like, they played, like, the, I don't, what is it? They played Mardu or something accidentally <laughs> because their sealed was so bad. So bad, yeah. Like, not even the colors you're supposed to play. But that's balancing it. But so, it just there's just yeah. so much that it's for limited. Limited wasn't super good. The set theme is fine. The um, set theme was on point. So the art I do, deco art is kind of it's better than like, some of the old ones. I didn't like like the the idea behind it, but I had to say yeah. when it dropped, it looked cool. The art yeah. was cool, uh, but the set just felt meh. Yeah, all there's, around. There's you know even if, the powerful cards like if that. You want to play angels? Cool. There's a cool angel. Oh, if you want to make yeah, your yeah. planeswalker, Gata. unfortunately, it just goes infinite with other things, and it's that Obnixilis, Elspeth. Uh, the sword that turns your planeswalkers into creatures. There were cool cards yeah. in it, but overall, like when you cracked a pack, you felt disappointed every time you cracked it. Yeah, you know? I didn't get. Uh, there's I think nothing, I've opened nothing. I'm five for. packs of it. The um, the one that makes l- treasures off lands is good in Chatterfang and meh and everything no, else. No, I get into so many arguments online about you that. I think it's a bad card. You might as well uh, just have um, Crufix, right? Mm-hmm. It gives you color, but it's the same thing of just like. You have to tap your stuff. So yeah. unless you get a benefit for using the treasure. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's like six, six to play. Like so like <laughs> at six, you should be doing something more impactful. Like I can play. Yeah, because um, you're going to tap six lands and then you don't have an effect yeah. on the next turn. I can play like it's a fine. Pathbreaker Ibex for six. Yeah. And then win the game next turn if no one deals with it. Yeah. Right. But like Chatterfang benefits from treasures. And what people mm-hmm. miss is like, yeah, it gets you stuff, but it's kind of slow. So unless you can benefit from the treasure aspect, it's not. It's yeah. like some people were like, it needs to go in every deck. It's like it definitely it does. Definitely it. You're gonna no. find it does nothing. That's a that's a <laughs> six drop that that has specific roles, and I think as the magic goes on, yeah, uh, there's as a lot like of people. It, like, it gets older. It will find that it will be dropped from other decks. Yeah, there's people who are like, well, just play Seaboard Muse, and then it's great. It's like sure, but Seaboard Maze Muse makes the every, half every the deck decks great. Like, I mean, like, oh no, you comboed with Seaboard what Muse. Why don't you just play? Why don't you just play Elf Ball? And it also yeah. makes that good. Like, yeah, it makes you know, uh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Seaboard Muse makes Guy's Cradle good. You know that? It also yeah, well, yeah, okay. makes Priest of Titania good. It <laughs> yeah. makes Marwin good. Uh, it's just like yeah. sure, uh, you can put it in there, but like it's not. It it's makes not, doesn't uh, go everything. Avatar of Woe good. Sure. Untap that, yeah. blow up another creature. Yeah, why not? Shauku the Endbringers to start exiling wow, creatures. that's even better. <laughs> that's even better. That's a step up. Drumheller can do that one too. Drumbellower? Drumbellower can. I yeah, do like There's another one from the, the vehicle one. Uh, anyway. I'm trying to think of anything else. way too long about super this Super good, but. There's nothing else good. No. Whatever. Uh, We're done with it. Even that. if we remember one later, who cares? Urbrask? Uh, shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I played it once. Never did anyone not just Jesus. play the card they exiled. Oh, yeah. It just yeah. never came up. Yeah. 
It's <laughs> so fucking stupid. Um, so our actual topic uh, for today is yeah. is a topic that's been coming up recently, in part because I brought it to Evan, in part because there was a lot of chatter on online and on a lot of the social media sites about this due to new Capena introducing. Uh, it really stemmed from bootlegger stash. Okay. Is I saw several Twitter arguments or discussions because people don't actually argue. Do they on Twitter. call them discussions on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, because everyone's sure. too woke on Twitter. Uh, um, I was gonna say they're too proper and yeah, polite, it, well, right? yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're just too polite. It's an um, honest debate. So about this card and specifically like or, or generally New Capena because Xander came up and all these other things. About Xander, Xander's garbage. Uh, just overcosted. Um, oh my god! Just, just so <laughs> about play an aggressive deck can be done with whether <laughs> whether or not these cards were meant for a quote unquote casual format. Right. And the argument was, oh, bootlegger stash is not casual. It's like, well, I would argue that it will never fit into an actual competitive deck. No. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This comes so, about of like it's CDH, and it's like CDH is well a very narrow window at least, here, guys. At least online. On Twitter, at least, the, the groups that I've sort of followed is, like, they're a bunch of content creators, so they do hide behind, like, casual versus competitive. They don't say CDH like a scrub and just, like, right. start throwing everything into CDH. But that's sure. what they're getting at. And then about whether Lord Xander falls into that same Turgrid mode of not being good enough for CDH but being too good for casual. It's like uh, to- Toxrill's the other one. Actually, very good comparison, and I'll get to that. Okay, uh, perfect. So, so what I said to Evan is I said we should do an episode defining... Yes. Casual, like down to what yep. is a casual environment for Commander? I've got a definition of Evan, what I think are the definition four, master the four types I've written down. But Perfect. do you want to talk about Toxrill or do you want to talk about it after? Yeah, I'll, I'll bring it up after. Sure. Uh, no, no, you know what? I'll do it now. So, so Toxrill and Lord Xander were really good comparisons because they're both seven drops True. who are overcosted for what they do. Mm. The fear of both of them is that once they hit play and once they start doing their thing, they're yeah. not going to be able to be stopped. But the, the problem is that a seven, I play seven drop commanders. In fact, I have two seven drop commanders with Aurelia right now and Elish Norn. Right. And the problem with a seven drop commander who's not in green is that sometimes it takes you seven turns to play your commander. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> and, and, and again, Xander, I believe, is Grixis. Yeah. You have to get three colors. Toxel's even Demir. harder. His is even but harder. But Demir is easy because it's mono black in terms of cast. Correct. You don't Correct. actually need any blue. But it doesn't matter. You're still seven in mono black. Yeah, it'd be pretty hard to screw up so badly <laughs> you didn't have one blue. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, these are commanders that over and over again we were told and like before they came out, before it all happened, oh, my God, these are going to be terrifying. and They're so toxic to play against. My God, you're going to win so quick. I've yet to see a Toxel deck win. I've played against it twice, and both times it's gotten blown up by yep. other problems. I've played five times against Toxrel yeah. in multiplayer pods. At 1v1, I wouldn't want to face Toxrel. No, it'd be pretty bad. But in a multiplayer pod, the thing is everyone's looking for Toxrel, and also you know you have time. But as soon as Toxrel comes out, it's 3v1, yeah. so that evens it out slightly. Toxrel just dies. Like yeah. the first removal, people wipe the board to get rid of it, and now you need nine. So if you yeah. popped something like Dark Ritual or you popped something like a Jeweled Lotus to get them out, well, you're that much further behind. So... Lord Xander's in that same vein, except a Dark Ritual and a Jeweled Lotus does very little la- like more compared gotta to... Because you got to colors. get the other two colors. Yeah, you so can't Jaya's... Uh, you can't Jessica's, Jessica's will, will into like, it because you need, you need the other <laughs> two colors. So there's, there's, this, there's this weird feeling where people are just like, oh man, Xander's going to rule the format. It's like, Xander's not going to do anything. We, we saw a Turgrid who costs two less and does way more. Yeah, you not you even s- touch. The you format. sit down with a person playing Edgar and sit down with someone playing Toxrel. Uh, no, um, uh, Z- Xander. Xander, yeah. And then two other people. And the Edgar deck is probably going to just beat up the Xander I would actually, deck before it can do it. I would actually, I'll go it on this one. I bet you, if you sat at a table with Turgrid, Toxrel, Xander, and Edgar, Edgar wins that before two of them even <laughs> cast their commander. Possibly, if it's a good deck. Yeah. Yeah, we'll assume they're all built to the yeah. same fashion. That yeah. no one, you know, tuned it yeah. too much, or they both they all tuned it as high as they can go. Edgar can reach. Like, Edgar yeah. can get there. No one's scared. You're scared. You respect Edgar, but you're not scared of it because it doesn't affect your shit. Yeah. But it kills you faster than any of yeah. the other three. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's just because lack so, of aggro, but yeah. I guess that'll come up in these definitions. So I think, Zag- I think Xander is, is just the overblown Xander's scary, but I just, it's going to be the same thing. It'll like, happen. It'll mess someone up, and then it'll be 3v1. You got to show it respect, but you don't have to fear it. Yeah. It's a no. seven-drop commander that you can prep for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and 
Yeah, you save your counter spell. Like it's save a counter, <laughs> save a swords, tele- save whatever. Like save, <laughs> save. Play. Even if it ETBs and you discard your hands, someone else will just sort it. Yeah, like one player over there like, is going to be saving. Someone's going to have to take a dive and hit the yep. grenade, but yep. th- that's not going to help you win the game when one person gets screwed. Yeah. The other two are then going to come after you. Yeah, whatever. Th- but that's the weird thing. I wish they would just not print ones like that. Um, but... Uh, Sometimes I feel Luckily, it's just they're like not a, doing a, whole a lot, social though. experiment for wizards to Probably. release these things and be like, just let's see how many of these go. people fucking like little rats <laughs> in a maze just fucking go crazy about it. <laughs> the beautiful ones. All right. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just, they're actually just them sitting around being like, let's, let's see how... Like, how bad this uh, messes with them. 12 years from now, they just close down Magic and they release like a 50-year form that they just said, like, here's a study we've done for 50 years. <laughs> on your response on to your, power yeah, levels. Yeah, like on yeah. all of Magic's responses. Uh, all, right. all right. Read us so your my thing casuals. On, uh, casual Magic. So what I sort of tried to do was uh, my note here says screw power level because power level is stupid. Well, we've talked about that uh, before. The list makes no sense. It basically starts at 6 and goes to 8. And that's EDH usually. So the rule is, um, we've talked about this no many sense. times. Your it's power level is seven. That's because the range is six to eight for yeah. most way people play. So instead, I tried to define four different types of magic. They were battle cruiser, casual, optimized, and CDH. And the only reason is because online people are saying optimized a lot. Mm. Um, yeah. And no one's really talking about it. My note on this, as <laughs> I as I try to read my... Uh, definitions I made up here. Why are Is there chemtrails in the air and no one's <laughs> even talking about it right now? I don't know. Where did that come from? <laughs> it's just here. No one's even talking oh, about okay. it. Oh, okay. Sort of I was like, your like, 5G, like, the silent killer shirt is really coming in. It's true. I wore a flat earth shirt to Magic yesterday and no one pointed it out. I didn't even play with you. I was I very disappointed. I, it I got home and was like, wait a second. No one even noticed my flat earther shirt. I wasn't, I wasn't in your tournament. There's our biggest tournament yet there. I know. We like filled the place. Uh, so, um, my note here is that a basic, I guess, way to define, um, how you play magic in EDH is that creatures attacking becomes less important as you move to more competitive, uh, versions of yeah, it. Of course. Combo becomes more important. Yeah. So all of these are pretty much going from creatures can kill players to creatures do not kill players, well, uh, except in fringe combos. Well, we've talked Because everyone before, will point like, out that Najila wins through combat damage, but it's through a combo. But Najila is not fringe though. No, it's CDH, but it's just because the deck, the card itself, is a combo. Yes, Godo technically an wins it's through. It's an enabler. Yeah. Godo technically wins through combat damage, but it's actually just because it does a combo, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not really the same thing. So if this uh, battle cruiser, cruiser uh, I said lots of creatures and swinging, almost no removal. Players want to show off their deck more than they want to win. That's basically battle cruiser. You go to fifteen turns. Uh, board wipes don't happen much. Everyone just wants to play as many creatures as possible. Yeah. Everyone goes, haha, that's really cool. I get a crazy weird board state no one can figure out because there's 18 different things interacting with each other. And games last forever. That's Battle Cruiser. I don't think it happens too much. Uh, I think it's what people call kitchen table, where everyone just sort of plays whatever random cards they have. Yeah, they're not necessarily good cards. There's a few terms for it. Yeah, like kitchen table, battle cruisers, yeah. sort of like like uh, like precon or just a, people call it like a precon. Even precons, like, I would say, are slightly more streamlined because they've started putting removal in. Like I picture battle cruiser as like no one really removes a creature because that's mean, and they want to show off their deck. That's mean. So yeah. that's how I picture Battle Cruiser. You're a meanie. Then I would put casual in my ranking of like least, most casual to most competitive. Um, and I said, creatures and commander damage are the main ways to win. Combos are used, but the deck is dedicated to, f- um, to finding them as a backup. Commander damage and creatures are the main way you win. Fast mana isn't used, so games go longer. Players want to win, but they're happy to grind it out and see interesting and complicated board states. So that's what I thought for casual. You're still you're trying to win, but you're not trying to win as hard as you could. And I said creature damage, combat commander damage is still the main focus on how you plan to win with your deck. Okay. If you have a combo, you sort of fluke into it. You're not really trying to assemble it. Right? If you've got Kiki Jiki and the combo with it in your deck, you don't really have any way to tutor it. You just might accidentally draw it. Yeah. Um, that's my thought for casual. Any thoughts before we go to my other ones, or do you uh, want the rest? Like so, no, that's cool. Like, uh, like the whole the battle cruiser thing is mostly, I think, uh, a dead format. Or yeah, dead I don't idea. think anyone it's, really does it. It's it's more uh, new players. So, mm. uh, and we've seen this at our local our local shop after two years of having no tournaments. 
you come back into it and half of the people that you're facing are in battlecruiser mode where they just have decks full of big creatures and nothing to stop anyone else's creatures yeah. and nothing to interact with their creatures. They just want to play their deck. That's but their goal. They're like, and I they just hope wanna... you just play your deck and that's your yeah. goal and Once... whoever's deck kills each Once other. Once I get fine. to eight man, I'm going to play a creature every turn kind of ideal, yeah. right? Like Or like old angel decks from back in the 90s that we used to build where sure. they were just like, I used to build that. <laughs> but you were you were just like, angel, angel, angel. And there was no yeah. interaction. There was no, no removal. There was no, oh, he played a bigger a bigger vampire, I guess. I'm going yeah. to die. Like, it's just <laughs> so, two creatures but, swinging to each other. So yeah, Battlecruiser and then like that sort of that sort of kitchen table magic I think is 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 thanks to the efficiency of magic recently in the last several years. I think it's dead the idea of it. It's like, pretty hard to play Battlecruiser. Yeah, people because, within within months said, of playing a, even a pre-con has, has more ways to interact than yeah. Battlecruiser traditionally has. Um and and yeah, and it's like uh, it's like, I even if you started that way, you very quickly get out of it. Yeah, right. I don't think it lasts very long. Uh, but I said for casual, you get removal, you get stuff. You're trying to win, but no one's. Sorry, I'm super warm. No one's taking uh, off my socks. <laughs> right, it's getting undressed <laughs> in front of me here. Stripping uh, down in front of me. Is this what coming into the studio is like? That's what it is now. You uh, haven't been here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just want. I thought in it that uh, casual is often seen as battlecruiser. But yeah, I think there's, there's a, a distinct difference. Well, I think I think the term I casual think is a bad name for it. It is true. So casual, I think, is like we, there needs to be another name for that one you just mentioned. Like there needs to be a, another. We need to invent one. Yeah, because we'll casual. I'll do it after you're done. I'll discuss. It. But anyway, <laughs> continue with your third one. All right. So then I have optimized, and this is based on how I think other people do it. By the way, I would say we play casual, but we play it rather competitively because we played in a tournament. Read optimize. But our house say. rule makes it casual. Yes, to this. by definition. So I've optimized. It says it wants to win but is not solely dedicated to it. I said tribal combat and combat damage are still valid strategies but combos have become the main way to win. Players want to win but there is something stopping them from winning as quickly as possible either budgets or they're playing less optimized commanders. Yeah. So I sort of went with the flip from casual to optimize is casual's focus is still on creature damage optimized his focus on combos but it's not impossible to win with creature damage yeah um that's what i'd say is optimized from what i gather online and then we know what's and then cdh is. i basically just have it's purely combo based fast mana all cards support the winning of the combo um, yeah. or stopping other people from playing this is where stacks is actually played and they said turn zero to turn three wins are possible if no one interacts with you and that's online. That's where, and I love those. I, I love when people are cards. like, my deck can win on turn two. It's like, no, I'll counter it. I was like, no, that's the point. Yeah, like they're like, CDH my deck consistently <laughs> wins on turn three amongst my playing group. It's like, well, then your play group then is playing pub bad stomping, magic. Though. Yeah, you're yeah. pub stomping. <laughs> <clears throat> or you're just not equalizing to your play group. The point of CDH <clears throat> is not that everyone wins on turn two. It's that your deck has the potential to it. And a good C CDH pod will still go to like turn six or seven because everyone will well, stop you. And there are CDH decks that but they don't purposely get don't. That. Like like Heliod, for example. It's wait, it's a stacks deck. It's a stacks deck. It's going to wait you out, right? Mm. Like, uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of styles like that. where yeah. If you're in blue and white, you can play a slower game. My Jenga Taxes deck can't win on turn three. But True. what I can do is just stop you from doing yeah. anything. Because you know the everyone else is trying to win by yeah. then, so you build your deck to stop, to stop it. And but build if I don't build thing. my deck with enough early removal to stop you because I'm trying to play Mana Rocks, then you're going to just roll all over me because yeah. my deck isn't actually tuned to the speed of your exactly. deck. So, but <laughs> it's not because your deck's better. The interesting <laughs> thing about your, your definitions is that, and I don't want to disparage on them, because it's the first time I've heard it's them. It's a working progress. Work but progress, they're yeah. also pretty much the same definitions of the 1 to 10 scale. Just you've clumped a bunch of them together. Yeah, well, I think it's easier, because no one can figure out that scale after I don't think that, the problem <laughs> is that I think that the problem is that everyone's trying to scale. It's always been my, my main concern with this shit, is that everyone's trying to like scale it, make sure that we're on the same power levels, like our discussions make sure, but that's not a fun game. Like, if me and you know that we're exactly playing at this level... Sure. That's not fun. But well, I, I try not to have the underdog. definition be too specific. Oh, I know, I know. but like, Because I know some of the power levels are like, your deck can win by this turn. It can win. Yes, and that, and that that's how the power levels the heck break down. Because they have the opposite thing. So, so if you're power level 1, your deck wins on turn 20. If yeah. you're power level 10... I'm going with, three. if you're doing creature damage, you're, yeah. you're winning in a later turn. But the, Pure uh, and simple. <laughs> the thing is, is like one of the things that makes magic so much fun to me, Commander so much fun, is that we could sit down at a table and... Uh, and, you know, with our ruling, a very simple set of rules, which mm -hmm. is no infinite, no oracle, so no no super cheap wins, 
Yeah. Because that's super cheap as there that is. Because pretty much stops everyone from winning t- by turn three. Because there's a, just no cards left to do It also stops it. a turn two win. Yeah. Or a two-card win. Yeah. It stops two-card wins. Yeah. Right. Uh, so if you if you have no infinite and no oracle, you don't need to really discuss power level. No, and that's what we keep in a trying to pod. inform everyone through yeah. this podcast, that rule zero and all that can throw out the window as long as you have a good house rule. Yeah. So, but for me, casual is I don't I I don't like to define it by those things and say like oh your deck's optimized or your deck's whatever. Uh, there's casual and there's CDH, and pretty much everything that's not CDH in my mind is a casual format. The problem though is that there's so many people who are trying to build essentially CDH commanders with non-CDH sorry CDH decks with non-CDH commanders. Yeah, and they're pub stopping casuals because they have the Thoracle combo in it. They just have a bad commander. Or and do they consistently yeah. win turn two? No, but sometimes they do, and it makes everyone mad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we I mean, we faced it with, with a deck that shows up at our local meta, who yeah. plays essentially a CEDH version of Yuriko. Yeah, because Yuriko famously does not actually use a combo. It's, it's a very strange so The CEDH deck. <laughs> version of Yuriko runs out as its main wing con, yeah, and its it secondary wing con is Yuriko. But that's about the only deck that has that situation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the only other decks that do that And it's because it's are, accidentally broken because it doesn't have commander attacks. Like, Urza can beat you to death with a Constructs, I guess. Uh, At a desperation, yeah. Yeah, ex- but I mean, <laughs> that's a desperation move for, for yeah. Yuriko, too. Like, yeah. you know, you're using that engine to get to the, the good win. Yeah. And if you can't do it, you try to push combat damage through. But, so anyway... Yeah. For me, like defining casual, I thought about this for a while. is is like more of a mindset than it is. Yeah, uh, a set key amount of rules. Like and so part of the problem is that the the pandemic wrecked all competitive play. So all the competitive yeah. people joined EDH, and then yeah. have been propagating a competitive mindset. Well, it's, they joined EDH, or they <laughs> all went online. Which is fine as long as they actually play. In competitive well, games. I mean, the thing is, I think we're, when we run into this again, we've talked about this before, where we have a slightly, I think we have a unique play group amongst us where we have a very large community of competitive yet casual people who will, like, yeah. we want to win, we play our decks to win, we don't run infinite combos. Yeah. So, like, we play pretty cutthroat, when we, even though when we run the into decks those, yeah. aren't technically the strongest decks possible. So, when we run into those, we've had a few of those, like, modern players and people come over, and when we, were, we went into them, they'll build a deck, and their deck is all their combo. Yeah, because they think they're just going to roll these battle cruiser decks, but right. we just remove their board. Yeah, you know, like everything about them. <laughs> they, they, you know, they're like, well, why are you doing this? It's like, well, because I know what you're doing here. Like, you know, ex- you're you're good at modern. We're good at commander. Like, you're not going to fool yeah. us with your <laughs> shit. Like, you know, your Nekuzar deck isn't going to trick me into thinking it's not going to wheel me to death. Like, come on. Yeah. So it's always interesting to watch that happen because the mindset changes from that competitive play to that casual play. Yeah. Right, where I, and I've done it too. There's a, for me, casual is defined by a couple things. So my broad definitions of casual. Go ahead. Is uh, the first thing is is it's it's the the fun over winning, yeah. The interaction with people over the interaction in the game. Yeah. That's my first definition. Is that yeah. I don't want you to walk out of there feeling too butthurt. Yeah, if you're playing casual and you beat everyone on turn five, you should feel bad. Yeah, you should you be should, like that wasn't a very apologize. good game. You should at if least you're like, like I a, won on turn five and I'm super happy. Then you're playing at the wrong time. Yeah, you're pub stomping, or or yeah. like your deck went off and it should be mentioned. Yeah, right. And of course, there's a difference sure, between sometimes someone being, rarely it happens. Of course, if it and there's a difference between like someone being salty just because they're salty, yeah. and someone being salty because you rightfully just dominated when you should, <laughs> right? Yeah. But every deck can do that. Yeah. It happens. But so there's this, there's the, there's the the idea, like in a casual environment, if I'm sitting down at a shop and someone fucks up a, a trigger and nothing's yeah. changed, you don't even ask. You're just like, ah, oh, man, I, I screwed up. I'm going to step back and do this. Yeah. And I, no one at the table should say We were playing no. games yesterday at it, and I was like, oh, yeah, you missed this. You're supposed to do and this. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, thanks. And it's like, I mean. You're at a tournament. Like, and we still, <laughs> yeah, I'm still playing like, for a prize. And it I'm was still, still like, like, no, I want to win legit. I don't want to well, win because you, you screwed up. <laughs> you, but also, there's that element of, like, friendliness to it. Yeah. Where, like, you want to be involved in a community environment. Because yeah. casual, casual EDH is, is as much about what you built as as much about what they built and how it's going to interact. Yeah. And how you're going to interact on a But if you want to beat them because they messed up the rules and you're going to take advantage of it, you're not in a casual mindset. Yeah, exactly. You're it, not only are you in a casual mindset, I think that speaks a lot towards your person. Yeah. If in a casual game with nothing on the line. Yeah. Or even in our games where there's $20 worth of packs on the line. It's like <laughs> 
that speaks a lot to what you're willing to go to to just yeah. win a small game or to get ahead of someone. Yeah, I don't want to be petty. I always think, like, look, if I was playing this on, like, Arena or something, I couldn't just cheat off missed triggers. Yeah, so, like, like, the legit yeah. game should be this should have happened. If I was on, if yeah, if I was Sometimes on Arena. Sometimes it's like Ristic Study, and you're like, well, that's a May, so that's on you to figure it out. And Ristic Study is an overpowered card. If there's, like, there's always examples, exceptions. If, like, but Blood Trigger, they miss that, you know, six creatures died, and they accidentally miscount, and they say four. And it's worth telling them, like, yeah. hey, you missed those, too. You yeah. actually have two more because that's what was supposed to happen in the game. Yeah, and so, so like, there's that's for me, is, like, the number one idea behind casual versus competitive yeah. is the idea of the fact that you're there playing with the people rather than the decks. And yeah. we had a friend who moved away who that was his – that was what he said was his, right. his, his thing. Like, his pitch was, you know, it's all about the interactions between the players. And I yeah. took that to heart where it's like I could still build degenerate shit and I could still run really – fucked up cards that are going to screw you over. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not going to just ruthlessly throw them down over and over <laughs> again unless it's funny. You know, sure. we're all going to have a laugh over it. Like, you're ahead yeah. of the game or you're way behind and I throw an overwhelming splendor on you and everyone has a good chuckle about the fact that I just screwed over you. And yeah, you're like, well, now I'm done. Like, and we all chuckle. But, like, I'm not going to, you know, throw down a rift. I you know, oubly no edited a guy's commander and had to explain how phasing works because he's like, it's fine. I'll just recast it. I was like, no, you don't. Yeah, you don't get to do that. But it was because I was mana screwed and so was another player and another player didn't have a whole lot and he had he was playing Scarab God and a bunch of stuff. I was like, eh, this is mean, but it'll slow him down. Yeah, yeah. He... He then didn't have to be salty because he accidentally drew Feed the Swarm the next turn. Yeah, well, that's, that's... He, like, put Skull Clamp on a creature and drew two cards. He's like, wait, I got it. I was like, well, I delayed you a He tried. Turn. But, like... Oubliette is a card that I will have in hand and just not cast it until yep. there's a clear, like, I need to hose you. I've because otherwise, you cast it and you just screw someone over. I've just multiple like, That's times in, in, like, in the last several years, I have multiple times, multiple, multiple times, looked around the table, figured out who I was playing with, at, like here especially, and said, I'm going to exile this card and draw a new one to replace mm. it because this is an unfair card for me to cast against I own well, that was an old one. <laughs> but, like, for example, I was playing at a table the other day with uh, downstairs in in, uh, in the second studio with... Uh, <laughs> in the gaming room. <laughs> the gaming room with uh, with three people, and two of them I knew did not like to play against Cyclonic Rift. Right. So I drew it. I was already ahead. I had the mana to cast it. You were also probably ahead on beer? No, it was on a weekday. So oh, I okay. Drinking. I was thinking it was your birthday weekend when... Oh, I cast everything I drew that birthday weekend. <laughs> uh, but so I uh, I showed it to the table, said I'm going to exile this and draw a new card. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. We'd rather not face it anyway because they don't play blue. They don't play, One guy doesn't play blue at all. Yeah. You know, he can't respond to it. He, just, he will literally scoop if you were to him. So I was like, let's just keep this game going. It's been a fun game. Yeah. The other thing you do is you just single target it and be like, I could have, but I Well, that's the rule at his house. At his house, <laughs> it's one blue single target. Okay. So that's his house rule is that sure. you can't overload a rift, but it only costs you one blue and it's single target. Okay. So uh, anyway, that to me is like the casual mentality where I'll say like I don't want to make this unfun for everyone else. Right. Because again, if your fun is having that happen, yeah, you're in the wrong game. You should probably play but, arena. But what you need to recognize is that having fun isn't uh, the opposite. It's not disjoint with uh, with winning. Mutually exclusive with winning. Yeah. Like you're going, I don't want to cast rift, and they're like, will it win you the game? It's like, well, if it did, you probably would cast it and win the game and be yeah. done with it. But if you're just doing it to delay the game, then it's not or really like helping. <laughs> a, a win more situation. Like I knew I was in charge. Yeah, you know, my hand was already sure. there. Yeah, you're already ahead. It's a judgment make? call. Casual yeah. is a judgment call all the time. Yeah, you have to decide: Am I going to cast this? I, I what will whoa. the feel? Jeez, keep I'm putting it behind <laughs> the cord. Behind the cord. Uh, for the listeners, I keep putting my beer in front of my cord my for my cord. headphones, and then when I move the cord, it like keeps knocks it off the table. Jesus, off the Jesus, table. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, My wife would not be pleased with a can full of beer spilled across the floor that she would have to clean up while I'm on the mic. And since we don't edit anything, we would just (laughs) have to keep going. I would just be sitting here yelling at my wife while she tried to clean it, like, clean it faster, woman. That might not go over well (laughs) (laughs) as she rolls her eyes at you. She's giving me a look from the coach. (laughs) She'd make you clean it up. She'd take the mic and just talk to me. She would. She'd be like trying to explain casual. I have no idea what we're talking about. Casual. Feel winning, bad moments. Winning. Uh, oh, right. Uh, my thought was, uh, I think in casual, uh, you have to win because you feel like you earned the win. Now you're almost done. I, mean, I know. You're I'm pretty doing good this there. way faster than Jesus, I thought. That's why I'm losing track of my thoughts here. <laughs> um, casual, I feel like you have to feel like you earned the win. Yes. Then you can well, win. 
But like a two card combo to me doesn't feel like you earned the win. No, no. Right, and yeah. that's the thing with a lot of combos are like whatever. I don't think but it has CD- to be a hard CDH. Battle, you have to. The, the point of the format is it's set up so even getting a two-card combo is a hard-fought fight. It should be. That's if yeah. it's fair. Yeah. And so that's fine. But if you feel like you just hosed everyone super quick, yeah. you should feel bad because it wasn't worth it. The game yeah. wasn't actually like a test of your skill and your ability to pilot a deck the, through three people. You just bumbled your way to victory yeah. because your deck was better. That the, should feel bad if you're playing casual. The interesting thing to me about CEDH versus, versus casual and why I feel EDH and CEDH might want to be split up is because it is detrimental. Having played both now, I now have two CEDH decks. Yeah. Uh, having played both now for a little while, uh, the mentalities that they bring to each other are counterproductive to both. So you okay. can't bring like a casual uh, mentality to a CEDH table. Yeah, you can't just be like, ah, I don't want to kill your thing. Eh, I'm not going to counter that because it's. <laughs> I want to see what you're going to do. Like, that's not the point. Right? <laughs> you're like, going to lose. That's what's going to happen. And the rest of the table will be rightfully pissed if you had a way to stop mm. that guy's Thassa's Oracle and you just wanted to see if he could make it while this guy was going to do something. Like, yeah. the point is, is that we all go and judge it according to whether – when you're playing CDH, you have to judge whether they're yeah. going to win right now and whether it's worth it to use your counter spells. Yeah. Right? Whereas if you bring that mentality to a casual table, you're the dickhead the entire night. <laughs> Sure. Like, no one's going to like playing with you. Yeah. And chances are, if you're at someone's house, you're not going to get invited back. Or if you do, you're going to get yeah. tabled. You just wreck everything. And if you're, you play stacks, yeah. and no one can have fun. And if you're at a game shop, no one's going to join your table. Mm. You know, no one's going to sit down with you. This lamp gets too warm, and it was like 20 million degrees. You did it properly this time. You did it properly, and it's empty now. It's you finished not, your beer. It's close. Well, it's getting close. So it's a weird uh, mentality that has to fix that they have to fix, I think. Yeah, but I don't... See, the thing is, in terms of, like, you're mentioning splitting the format, I don't know how they do it because the only way to get uh, EDH to be less competitive would be to ban, like, 50 cards because you couldn't just do fast mana. You'd have to ban the combos. Yeah. Otherwise, the combos would still win. So that's where I've pitched before that I think they're just going to introduce these house rules things and just be like, I play EDH with this style, and then they don't have to have a proper Again, ban list because they can they can essentially wanna... ban like what we do a style of that's play. what I mean. So you don't have to list every. Not that card. I want to beat this <laughs> horse to death like we already have, but our ban list of two simple rules has caused us yeah. to never face a CDH pub stomp versus a normal person yeah. moment. And as people go like Edgar's still really good, it's like yeah, there's always going to be good decks of in course. the format. That's that, that that's a who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just when everyone sits down, they like know that Edgar's. We can't be a just good deck. ban Simic, you know? Like it's not that's not <laughs> yeah. a that's not a real ban because we know that if we sit down against a Simic deck or we sit right. down like Tatiova, who's probably one of the most innocuous Simic, Simic decks, we'll still win a lot. Uh, in terms of good plays, uh, a week ago we played against a, a hilarious like CMC six green deck. You were watching it. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and I tried to survive. I stole the guy's Kamal with a Royal Elemental. And then he managed to overrun into Overwhelming Stampede, and it was like, this is going to be rough. <laughs> it's like, I'm glad I have your Kamal, but your creatures are... And that's fun and casual, is yeah, that he course. played these two stupid cards at the same yeah. time. And it, but, I mean, again, that's the, the mentality. That he promptly beat me to death. Yeah. So the other part of the casual, for me, is links back to what we've always discussed, which is the fact that I think for a healthy casual environment... You do need to have ground rules set out. Yeah. Rule zero. There has to be like a, a blanket rule zero, though. Not just a discussion every game. Can I point out that I think rule zero is for other people to claim, not you? I really don't like when people are like, I'm going to rule zero this. It's like, no, rule zero is your a yeah. play group lets you do it, rule not zero, you yeah, do yeah. it. Rule zero it's supposed to isn't, be other people agreeing to it. It also <laughs> isn't, and this is the confusion that comes out, rule zero for casual doesn't mean you can just play whatever the hell you want and tell people your rule zero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rule zero is where you sit down at a table and, and say, may I do this? Think of it the same way as when you pass priority. Right, yeah. you're asking permission yeah. to move on. What's it mean? Rule zero is the groups. Yeah, you're makes asking the permission call, to do not something. you. Yeah. You're not gonna be like, I'm gonna rule zero in the my pony, my little pony decks. Like, no, yeah. your play group will let you rule zero it in. It's the opposite. I'm going to rule zero two prismatic pipers as my commander, which is fine. Do yes. it in my play group. Do Amazing. that whenever you want. But 
You can't just do it. Yeah, I've seen the ones where people are like, I'm going to play 11 partnered with something else because I don't want to play Friends Forever, and I'll just rule zero it. And it's like, well, the proper answer is everyone can tell you to go to hell. And not play. That's not the way you play. Just don't play magic like that. Like, rule zero isn't like the rules don't matter. It's supposed to be that you can bend them if you're all in agreement, not because you bend them because you wanted to bend them. Yeah, because you just wanted something to happen. Of course, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, But casual, like has to have I think it does have to have maybe not a rule zero conversation every time but like a rule zero set of rules yeah because when we played at at our old shop we had the rule zero where it was like you don't play infinites yeah you know, and that was before Oracle uh, yeah I, it's really sloppy that we have to put that second amendment there but um, well, you just don't want to face it right well as soon as you go like Oracle's essentially an infinite combo in style people are like yeah you're right <laughs> yeah the way you explain yeah the explanation means more but so casual to me is those two things where it's like you have to have you do have to have a defined set of rulings for your, your table or your board yeah. or someone will take advantage the thing is, is that it's, it's the, the PT Barnum thing there's a sucker born every minute to take it there's always going to be a guy there Who's gonna say, man? That clank came out huge. That has one mm. of those like Guinness balls in it. It's a kill can. Uh, there's always gonna be someone who's gonna yeah. be like, well, if you didn't say I can't do it, then I can do it. It's more like they read the exact rules rather than the spirit. My theory on anarchy has always been anarchy is like a pickup uh, hockey game. Mm-hmm. You can go play with five of your friends and not really declare the boundaries or yeah. what's a penalty. But the more people you add the more someone is likely to push the rules, and then you suddenly need rules. Funny story about... Commanders, the same way. You can play with your four friends at your table, and you can all sort of secretly know not to push it. No, I'm okay. Um, I just offered him uh, some scotch. You know what? Yeah. No, just a little bit. If You, yeah, you don't right, have a glass, yeah, yeah. though, do I'll you? G- I'll get a glass. Rebecca? Sure, I'll just... Uh, Rebecca? <laughs> this is going to be even better. Rebecca, um, can you uh, grab Evan a glass? From the counter? I can't leave. I have a headset on. We're, we're trying to record here. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, woman. We're trying to get a recording. Um, um, again, I've completely lost my thought. Oh, the anarchy thing. Um, if you have four people playing kitchen table, you don't really have to define anything. But the yeah. moment you start inviting people, someone won't understand that you've developed a mentality over like well, years of playing and just do something The else. non-understanding part is fine. It's the people who purposely know what you're doing. Yeah. And most commander players, like, like, unless you're brand new to the game, you know. There's a spirit involved in Commander. Yeah. There always has been. So if you're purposely going to break that spirit simply because someone didn't specifically say you can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, funny story about your your uh, your pickup game of hockey. Interesting. Well, that's Jesus, definitely. Uh, Jesus, Jesus. All right. I got this beer glass to drink oh scotch. God, Rebecca. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she misinterpreted what we're pouring into it. That's nah, fine. It's fine. It, it works for it. Look, we're still recording here. We're still fine. We're fine. Uh is uh, just a funny a funny little tale. Sure, but cheers. 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 Perfect. Um, my dad, when he lived in Montreal, used to play pickup hockey on the sure. street. But he lived uh, three houses down from Ken Dryden. That's pretty good. Oh, there you who, go. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he was like, he's a, he's a uh, I believe he's a Montreal Hall of Fame, player. Yeah, Hall of Fame goaltender, uh, led Montreal to multiple Stanley Cups, retired very young, yeah. uh, wrote some books. Anyway, he was like 24, living down the road from my dad. Right. And uh, and he used to come outside when the kids were playing hockey. He'd be like, uh, hey, guys, mind if I join? And all the kids were like, bah! What the <laughs> fuck, Ken They weren't kids. They were like 16, yeah. 17, 18. But they were just like, you just can't play goaltender, I guess. Like, go play, like, center or something. Yeah. Like, And he would come out on the street and play hockey with these kids. And like you said, it was like this moment where you're like, we're about to get shit stomped. <laughs> but at least it's Ken Dryden in this sure. case. But, like, that's how exactly. Yeah, like, if a famous person shows up. When you don't <laughs> set expectations in yeah. a general sense, yeah, uh, someone will always try to take a moment. Yeah. And that's our same rule we've talked about with proxies. I hate yeah. proxies because it's always the person who takes advantage. Is like I'm going to proxy the guy's cradle. You're like, you can go to hell. Yeah, or uh, yeah, I got you a time wanna, twister and guy's cradle. You want to proxy the green hideaway land? You go to town. I do not care. And it doesn't matter. If you want to proxy cyclonic rift, go ahead. <laughs> if it's a staple, I don't care. Yeah. If it should be in your deck, that's fine. Yeah. But if you're Guy's doing cradle it to doesn't increase, need to be in any deck. If you're doing it to increase the power level of your deck, you're just being a dick because well, honestly, price helps. And guys, guys, limit, cradle limit is us. honestly like the Hitler of internet argument. <laughs> it you know, like it's 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 it's, a, it's the, every magic argument. It's eventually about guys cradle. Guys like cradle. whenever someone talks about proxying, and that always worms its way into the conversation where it's like, well, what if I just proxy guys cradle? It's like, <laughs> come on, come on, you know what we're talking about here. 
But uh, yeah, the uh, the <laughs> but the, the the whole the whole casual versus competitive conversation. I felt we needed to chat about like what exactly yeah. casual is defined yeah. as. We play casual, but we play it as yeah. I, I want to say as competitively as we can. Yes, but maybe it's better to say as cutthroat, so people don't seem to think that we're playing CDH. Yeah, we're not playing CDH. Like I said, I've, I've like I said, I've been playing the last six months. I've played at CDH tournaments of all seven people who showed up when I showed yeah. up there. Uh, we play CDH. In fact, this Friday I'm playing CDH here with three people. It's a fun format. I had yeah. to play it. I figured, you know, I'm ripping on it so much here on the podcast. I might as well try it, see what it's like. Yeah, and it's fine. It's a different mentality, though. Yeah. It's a different game. It is a different sure. game, and that's my whole thing: is that when you play it. You realize that it is a different format. It's a different yeah. style. But I think part of it is that everyone goes, CDH is winning fast. And you go, no, in a fair CDH game, it doesn't go quickly. No, you win as fast as you would. You, It yeah. would be like a normal game because everyone has a way to stop you. CDH Otherwise, decks only win fast when there's no other CDH exactly. the table. If you're consistently winning on turn one or two or three then you're not playing against fair players. I would because argue... Because the other deck should have a way to do it. Do you occasionally do it because people d play the make the make, make, make a mistake plays, and yeah. draw wrong? Yep. Sure, yep. for sure. Yep. Um, so you have the potential, but if you're consistently doing it, you are pub-stomping, you are beating up decks that are weaker than yours. Yeah, 100%. And it is not the way you're supposed to play. No, that's not the way it was It was. Set I, I played a couple CDH games, and they all go to like turn 7 or 8 because the person who tries to combo off turn 3 gets stopped. It's never the player who goes off first. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the same thing, though, in, in casual. I, I mean, played that one. I bore the guy's Helia deck, and I had both Tristillion or whatever. Tristillion and... And... Um, and uh, uh, walking in hand on my opening hand. It's Ryan. You can see yeah. him. He's been on here. <laughs> yeah, it was Ryan's deck. And uh, I laughed because at the start of it, I was like, oh, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. I just go get those two cards. And then I had them in hand, and I had, like, like a recruiter of the guard. And I was like, I don't even know what to tutor for because, <laughs> like, I'm supposed to tutor for the cards in my hand. Um, both times they got, like, countered and stopped. And then I was like, I guess I lose. Like, the, I yeah. lost the two things. Neither, de neither worked, and then someone won on, like, turn six or seven. And yep. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. I've played CEDH decks, CEDH games downstairs where we've gone to turn 10, 11, 12, yeah. where you're sitting there with, oh, like, yeah. I had one game where I was on Jenga Taxes. I had 19 mana in front of me. Yeah. I don't I, have 19 mana in a casual game. I played one at the shop that I think went for two hours because everyone stacks so hard no one could play. Yeah. Like, Kess yeah. was missing yeah. half their library, and, yep. like, the graveyard you couldn't 100%. cast out of. And there was a uh, stranglehold out, and the there was is, like is an that, opposition like, agent, white, and like everything was a mess a white until deck? someone blew something up, and then someone could finally. I will combo. say that from playing it now a few times, a white deck fucks parity in CDH. Like you, you can't build for it, and like that Heliod deck just so good disrupts that everything. One archon that's like. Players can cast like one spell. Oh, dude! <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's it, but it's not. It's the stacking. It's literal yeah. stacks of effects. Like yeah. the the CDH. If you want to play CDH and you want to play disruptive CDH, you play one of white. That shit yeah. ends people's. But that's lives. that's like, the thing when people talk about like white is no good. It's like well, because what white is good at isn't within the social contract of it's also CDH. Um, and stacks doesn't work as well in casual because all it does is delay the game. Yes, if you, you still stacks, need to tie it up, if you stacks to wait for your instant win combo, then you're still winning yeah. the game by doing stacks. But in a casual one, you just delay everything, and everyone I hates just, you. I also feel that stacks in CDH just hasn't been approached properly. Like, I think that the best way to make a stacks deck is to go back to that episode we did of, uh, of alternate win conditions and just run them all in the deck. Sure, yeah. Just life, life gain out and run yeah. all of, like, the Felidar Guardian <laughs> and the Test of Endurance, and then just, like... And then just stacks the shit out of your opponents. Yeah, just see, because you force removal at least. Yeah. Yep. And if you can only <laughs> cast one spell a turn, you only got that one removal. <laughs> That's true. Right? And it's like, it's not bad. let's force, let's force the issue here. Like, yeah, yeah. It, I, like I think that. that that's actually the stacks way to go is to run all the... like. You could run Azoria fun. stacks and even put like Azor's Elocutioners in it and shit like that. Like, just run... Well, that one's hard because you have to literally wait five turns. Like, it's yeah, not it's quick. Just do it. But you could throw it in. Yeah. As a backup, just for sure. Quadrary, what's the fourth wing condition? There's tertiary, Qua then there's... Quantrinary or something. Qua quadrinary. Veterinary. Probably. Yeah, that's uh, it. So, 
I think uh, we've defined we, it. Should we get to our last segment before yes. we wrap up? Evan and I haven't done this for a while, so what we decided to no, do is we, uh, we... Since we didn't really want to actually talk about any cards in New Capenna... We also haven't done this for a while. Uh, we, I said, how about instead of actually going through a list, you just got us complaining about the set in general. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll do a build this commander... Usually we say build this commander wrong, um, and we'll pick them, and that's essentially as much of a review of actual cards you're going to get. Yeah. Um, so I will say that in looking through this, uh, I, I was rather dismayed because... I hope the same one. I hope so. I have a backup, so I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, but what I was going to say is that I struggled with this because all the commanders are very like pigeonholed to a real strategy. Oh, and yeah. And it's so hard to actually break it. The one that I so picked... So they're all so cookie-cutter. They're so boring. Has no strategy. Um, so like... Like, they're all just like, I was like, I can't do it because it'll be like, Brian, build this one. It's going to be the same as everyone else's deck. So, what did you pick? And we'll see uh, if uh, I picked a different one. I picked Lagrella the Magpie. Oh, I debated that one because it's terrible. <laughs> so, perfect. Mine still stands. So, it's the Bant. Uh, it only costs green, white, blue. Uh, it's a 2-3 human soldier. When Lagrella the Magpie enters the battlefield, exile any number of <laughs> other target creatures controlled by different players. No one understands this card. Until Lagrella leaves the battlefield. Yep. So I also didn't understand it when I first read it because oh, yeah. I missed the part that says until she leaves the battlefield. So I was like, yeah. how do these come back? You O-ring one of each player's stuff, including yours, and then yours comes it's back. It's any number, though, so you don't have to pick your opponent's. You don't have to, yeah. but you can only pick one for each opponent. That's Correct. what no one understands. They think they can just exile the whole board. No. And then when an exiled card enters the battlefield under your control this way, put two plus one plus one counters on it. So when she leaves Such play, value. they all come back, but yours comes back two bigger. Yeah, what? Man, so worth it. Pure value. So that's your commander. I'm not even sure. going to put any restrictions on it. Okay. You just got to build it. Um, well, uh, I will Wait, give you... I'm putting I'll, one restriction on it. Sure, what is it? You can't use flicker effects. <laughs> There's no deck then. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'll just do flicker effects. Uh, <laughs> all right, I got. Uh, I got one. I'll give you a choice. Okay, do you want perfect. the monocolored one or the three-colored one? Is the monocolored one red? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna take red. All right. I don't know who it is. But yours is Urbrask because you refused to build it. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. Uh, Brian was building all the Praetors until Urbras came out and he said, you know what, I don't want to build the Praetors anymore. I actually just um, sold my uh, Voronclex. <laughs> did I, you? I got rid of them. I'm, I'm, oh, I can't do it anymore. Well, I know that you got the Voronclex, the old one, from me, and then you sold it to someone. It just it keeps getting passed so around I, the playroom. No, no, I got rid of my new foil, yeah. Phyrexian Voronclex. Oh, the okay. The Monstrous Raider, I just sold it, yeah. You, you flip cards so fast, though. I also got tired <coughs> of the Phyrexians. Oh, Turns geez. out most of the Phyrexian generals are really bad commanders. They are, because they're, they're very yeah. expensive to play. Yeah. So Urbrask, uh, Heretic uh, Praetor, uh, three red-red haste. Look at that. It's for 4-4. Four, four. At the beginning of your upkeep, ex exile the top card of your library you may play at this turn. At the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, the next time they would draw a card this way, uh, this turn, sorry, exile the top card they may play at this turn. Uh, for reference, the other one was uh, Vazzy, which I believe you pulled yesterday. Yes, I did, yep. I thought maybe you could build it land destruction, but I still think it would be terrible. It would be even still if you bad. Yeah, still bad. <laughs> so neither one of them have anywhere to go. But are there any restrictions on Urbrask? No, because there's nothing to make with Urbrask. Perfect. I think it's terrible. Any restriction would just make it unplayable. But, I'm okay with this. Um, I assume you ignore everything and just build a mono red good stuff deck, but I'll leave it for you to see if Urbrask can be any good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm you, good with it. You play Uba Mask. Because uh, then it actually makes your commander you do play what it's supposed Uba to do. Mask, <laughs> and then you also play. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it. Uh, Urbrask seems to be good in a Prosper deck. Ugh, fuck off. But that's only because Prosper I, has, was built for every card. My to literal ever work comment. So someone so posted bad. about about Urbrask in that stupid Facebook group we're part of, and my comment was on it was there sure are a lot of Prosper simps commenting here. <laughs> that group because is at ninety eight point nine thousand people. Unfucking believable. They're almost at a hundred. Unbelievable. The group's terrible. It's uh, I've been collecting. So so the listeners know I've started collecting more. We'll have to do one soon because there's been a lot of really hot takes Just recently. really spicy moments. Um, I've been trying to capture them before they get removed by the mods because the mods have actually started the mods trying have to stepped take, up their game. take yep. down all of the absolute insane garbage. It's true. <laughs> of people just straight up yelling and insulting each other because 
how dare they play uh, a casual deck? Like you said, you played three CMC. Uh, well, that's where, rocks. You must be a moron. That's the, like that's where the that's one of the places go. where this this whole conversation came from. Is that? Yeah. And I know we've we've talked about casual before. We've talked about these building formats. We've talked about building communities. But like, I really wanted to step down and defi- define it because this group and the Twitter and like, just like God bless them for you know giving us the ability to do this. But these like big time content creators just don't know when to shut up about it. Like, yeah, it's like you don't need to just strictly define everything. Like, let let things take course. Well, set really... down some rules that stop people from doing what you don't want to do, and then when you're in your house, that's fine. I want to collect everyone's predictions for how like a card will break something or all this stuff, and then just save it for two years. And then because just I'm throw sure it back every, most of them are probably yeah, wrong. just toss like it the back. The vast majority have to be absolutely wrong. It's just it's just garbage. I'm, I yeah. I just get so fed up with it. We online. do the same thing. I think we complain that Turgrid should be banned, and we've eventually just been like, ah, that's fine. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Who we cares? Did. I, I mean, and that's why recently... Just ban the player, not like, the card. Turgrid was kind of like the watershed moment for me where I was like, all right, we have to yeah. stop doing this because the cards that we're, we're thinking, especially commanders that we're thinking are going to be too overpowered, just never end up being that I way. I still think Dockside needs to be banned, though. I think if you follow all the things... So of, I got rid of both of mine, so I'm perfectly fine yeah, with that ban. Uh, I think that if you follow all the things wrong with cards, that it's ubiquitous to the format, it speeds it up too fast, it gives you too much value, uh, Dockside hits all of them. There's no reason to not put a Dockside in any deck with yeah. red, and it is such a low cost to put it in. If it, if it was just because Will only makes you red... And even it's, yeah, though it's a good card, it is still pigeonholed to red favored decks. Dockside has zero <laughs> restrictions. Yes, I know. Uh, if Dockside straight wasn't value. red, though, I think it would already be banned. Probably. Uh, for CDH. Yeah. It could be white. Yeah. But if so it was... That's uh, the actually, one I still think will actually be It could probably be green for CDH as well. Green doesn't work well in CDH because it doesn't combo it's just food as well. chain. Um, the food chain works better in m- more than green decks. Yes. <laughs> the only mono green deck is Silvala, and it's not really green. And Marwyn. And um, Sid, uh, Sid, what's the tutor one? The Bard. Oh, y- yeah. That's yeah. an old one, though. Yen. I don't want to say Yedris, but it's something. No, it's, I can't it's begins with a Y, I think. Yisan. Yisan, yes. Uh, but yeah, so the, uh, the, the Dockside's only reason that it survives is that it's red. And it's got the feel bads. And it's got the feel bads. But red right now is super powerful. I mean, Ur- Underworld Breach and Dockside Extortionist are and both. And Jessica's Will. And Jessica's Will are they've all been, super they've potent. Been printing. And then I was commenting on this in our Discord, is that I feel like Urbrask is heralding in the new red. Like, we had a good run. They gave us some super powerful cards, and now Urbrask is what what it's going to be in the it's future. It's going to actually, it'll be, the I think the telling moment will be, will be Baldur's Gate. Because that's yeah. the Commander Legend set, sure, you and we'll see. Well, the Wand of Wonder is no good. I don't even look see that one. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, <laughs> let's let's bring up Wand of Wonder before we before we stop it. Whatever, we're in the, we're in the rambling before end of all of our here. episodes, so, uh, which wasn't the rambling middle wonder. where we were getting drinks in MTG. the middle of the. That's true. Yeah, we're we're my loving. We're wife. just happy to see each other again. It's true. <laughs> so Wand of Wonder is a four drop artifact, three in a red. Tap four, tap it, roll d twenty. Each opponent exiles cards from the top of the library until they exile an instant of sorcery, then shuffles the rest in their library. You may cast up to X instant and sorcery spells from among the cards exiled this way without paying. Their mana cost. Wait, what? If you so roll d twenty. So if Each you roll, if you roll a six, you still can only cast three because you have three opponents. No, right? No, 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 no. Oh, no. the roll isn't. Best. You can okay. cast. The roll has nothing to do with. Oh God, what? So you may cast up to X based on oh, just based on so what your roll is. So the roll is at one to nine is you can cast one of them. Sure, I mean that's uh, ten to nineteen is two. That's chaos wand. And twenty is three. So it's. It's Chaos Wand for everyone, I guess. For each opponent, yeah. Which is slightly better than Chaos Wand. But like that's that's the first spoiler for red. Yeah, it's not very exciting. That's the that's <laughs> the sure. kicker right there for yeah. red. Uh, to be fair, Baldur's Gate, the 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 ones they've spoiled, they haven't been too. No, uh, I will say legendary uh, enchantments in your command zone is a cool idea. I'm excited for that. I don't know how I'm gonna yeah. mix and match it, but I do like that idea. Um, uh, before we go, uh, Warhammer cards. Uh, as I was just getting leaks as we pretty started. Pretty good, pretty good. Apparently they are uh, Necron, Tyranid, Imperium, and Chaos Space Marine. Uh, we did do a prediction. We're probably way off because we did that like a year and a half ago. 
Yes, um, at we this did. point. Um, but uh, oh, it's a, coming out. There's a bunch of spoilers here, actually. Oh, there's a million, but they're all like some guy clearly stole the cards and took pictures. Yeah, 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 <laughs> None yeah. of them are official. All right, we'll save this for later because we'll we do will it another talk. time. Uh, Commander Legends. Uh, I laughed that when those spoilers came out, New Capenna hadn't finished, and I joked that it was coming out because No Capenna was so blah. Yeah. That I can get excited for the next one because about the current <laughs> we can one. Jump, we can jump four months in the future. And that's where I kept telling people, was like, ah, the new Commander Legends looks pretty good. New Capetta? and eh, no, I've already forgotten about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can... Uh, there are some spoilers for, for the Commander decks for 40K. They just seem to have leaked. I don't even know where. It's my buddy sent them, Yeah, so I assume they're real. Abaddon, Blood for the Blood God, and then the blue Smurf, Space Marine. Smurfs are Smurfs. blue. What a surprise. Uh, but the decks supposedly are the Imperium, Tyranids, uh, chaos, and chaos and chaos and necrons yeah. yeah so those are the four decks there's going to be three secret layers supposedly you said you looked up on the wiki that said there's going to be emblems which implies there's going to be planes supposedly walkers. to be announced are tokens and emblems so when uh, when the emperor of mankind plane walks into throne of Eldraine magic oh. will finally be the set I it wonder needs to be I wonder if there. <laughs> I bet you each one's going to get a planeswalker but I don't know I bet you Guillemon's going to be the planeswalker Sure. It won't be the I Emperor. Mean, the it, Emperor doesn't do anything. It, no, it, the point is that it just absolutely breaks everything. That's to, true. To, <laughs> to make them uh, For Chaos, would it be one of the, maybe the gods? I hope it's just a ship that can go through the warp, and they count that as Planeswalker. Planeswalker. It's like a vehicle Planeswalker. Uh, that would be hilarious. You have to crew it first. Um, <laughs> yeah. and when then, you crew it, it becomes a Planeswalker. The Tyranids, of course, will be the hive mind or whatever the You're hell they pitching call it. You're pitching literally just copy and paste sliver cards, but put Tyranid yes, on it. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And just like Tyranids sliver, you control Sliver have. Queen, like the <laughs> Tyranid sure. Tyranid Hive Lord will be yeah. like tap two produce it one one Tyranid. <laughs> like it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then the Necrons are of course going to regenerate themselves constantly. They're gonna be yeah. graveyard recursion, there's no doubt about it. Like that's probably the easiest one to just like I throw see. a dart at a board and hit the bullseye. Like yeah. there's absolutely no way they that's <laughs> no. the best one that melds with magic. Yeah. Is just like, oh, they come back to life. Cool. Yeah. I'm not sure which one's gonna be like green colored though. Uh, I think we discussed that. That I guess green will have to be for life, but it was like the 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 most well, like the biomass part of Tyranids too, and the fact that they breathe yeah, and that they're true. like natural. Because white can be... get corrupted into law, but green yeah. really doesn't thrive in the Warhammer universe. Yeah, it would have to be Li the Tyranids. Life force and peace and tranquility are not really. They're all about yeah, natural violence, though, too. Like no, but and we also did get uh, the art for Blood of the Blood Gloods. Just has a bunch of corpses full of blood. So a bunch of dead space marines, so, actually. So it's uh, dead Smurfs. It's promising the same thing we said before, which was I don't think these universes are as <laughs> kid friendly as Magic wants to be. No. <laughs> so you guys can find us, of course, on Facebook. Uh, you can EDH search Rec. EDH Rec. You can find us on Twitter at EDH Rec, where you can see my hot takes because Evan's still banned. Uh, yeah. uh, and by band, I mean Shadow I won't bands. give them the, the <laughs> password. Uh, you can also uh, find us on Patreon, where we just don't care if you give us money or not. And um, yeah, you can. Yeah, that's about it. You can message us and we can throw in the you Discord. Just, yeah, yeah. If where you want people in our Discord. ask advice, and we basically it's mostly uh, people asking about uh, whether or not we think new cards are any good. We don't respond half the time. Other people. Hey, you respond way more, it's, so it's not on my uh, phone. And then a lot of people with rules questions, because there's a lot of people on there who are pretty good at telling you if, what, how the rules interact. Yes. It's probably a, the main resource in We have there. a small but mighty group of, of rules lawyers on our uh, mm. on our um, Discord, and it uh, it really helps. It helps us even. Like There are yeah. a couple times people have pointed out how interactions work for us. Yeah. Uh, I think that only happens because we are small and we're a tight group. Could be. Yeah. I don't think we have more than When like we have 98,000 people, uh, it'll yeah. get a little chaotic. Yeah. Uh, we'll I'll, never I'll, have 98,000 people. I was going to say, I think I will leave the Discord. Yeah, no, I would, I would quit at that point. Uh, if we got to like 9,800, I would probably quit. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's where you guys can find us. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Uh, you tune into Evan drinking not only a beer, but also having some scotch. No, I'm probably going to fall over when I stand up here. He's going to stand up, tip over. I'm going to have to lay him down on the couch. <laughs> have a good night, everyone. See you two weeks-ish. Ish. Ish. Be living like a fucking reptile. Face down in the gutter for two damn balls Stop to feel cold-blooded